Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, November 14th. As always, we're presented by D's Home. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski. Truman and Johnny back at it. Truman? What's up? John? All right, let's start here. Ready to go? Uh, again, recording this on Wednesday, just a disclaimer. So anything that happens between now and then uh, is not on us. We are recording this on Wednesday, November 13th at around 6 o'clock. So... Let's get into our NFL Week 11 preview. Uh, we got to start. We're going to go through each game like we usually do every single Thursday. Uh, quick shout-out to Levi. Levi wanted me to mention him because we couldn't go play basketball. Uh, so, sorry, Levi, we can't play basketball, but the podcast is, you know, our most important thing right now. We so, love you, Levi. Love you, Levi. Johnny. Love you, Levi. Sorry, I wasn't All right, let's start with Thursday's. My player already. Let's start with Thursday's game. Johnny. Browns, Steelers in Cleveland. Potentially the biggest game of Cleveland's season so far, and you could say the Steelers too. Uh, where are we at with this game? It's a very big game. It's going to be an interesting matchup. You know, you look at both teams. Steelers got a great offensive line. They got a pretty good solid defense. And I think an interesting thing to look at is like one team's got the solid line, not necessarily the skilled players, but they got like the skilled guys, you know. It's going to be interesting to see how Cleveland on offense is going to game plan. If Pittsburgh can get pressure or not, that's going to be huge. It's going to be a very good game, though. I'm excited. I think it's going to be close. Um, like I don't really know what to expect at all for this game because I think both teams, you don't really know what you're going to get each week. Yeah. So it's kind of like a wild card for both teams. So obviously you're taking Steelers. Oh, yeah. German? I'm taking Steelers, too. Um, the Browns didn't prove much to me in their victory over the Bills. Uh, Steelers are playing very good of late. I do have questions about both teams. Um, I both think they have their flaws. But at the same time, like every team does, but at the same time, the Steelers have just played really good football over the past four weeks, and the Browns really haven't. They played good, kind of decent football last Sunday. So I'm just going to go with the hot hand and the Steelers. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, take but that. in general, I think the Steelers are going to win because they're just a hotter team. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers in this game too. I mean, like you said, they're hot. Browns haven't proven to me that they can win against any good team uh, in the NFL so far. I mean, they beat, they beat a overrated Bills team last week. And they beat a Jets team that was just absolute trash. And they beat the Ravens, didn't they? And that was when the yeah, Ravens were still – yeah, Ravens still trying to figure stuff out. Uh, so, yeah, the Browns haven't really impressed me yet. And uh, for, meanwhile, Freddie Kitchens hasn't done anything either. So I'm taking the Steelers in this game. Just think of it, Mike Tomlin versus Freddie Kitchens. Definitely. If you want to pick the game. All right, now I'm going to the best game of the weekend in my mind. Easily the best game of the weekend. This should be moved to Sunday night if it was up to me. Houston at Baltimore. Two of the most flashy, great young quarterbacks in the league today. Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. It's a huge game for Lamar, huge game for Deshaun. You know, I'm not really sure where I want to go. I think this game could go either way, but if Lamar is on it, again, I'm still riding that hot hand. I love Deshaun Watson, but I think Lamar is just out of this world right now, easily an MVP candidate. I think, in my mind, the top MVP candidate in the league right now. I'm taking Lamar Jackson because I want to ride with that hot hand, so I'm taking the Ravens in this game. Uh, it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. This is a really interesting game, like Travis said. Um, you know, it'll be fun for me and Travis to watch because obviously it's AFC versus AFC, so no implications. It's just football, two great teams. 
But like I've said on the show the past few weeks, I'm really not sold on Texans at all. I think they're the same old Texans, and I think, you know, they're going to have a good week, so they're going to get into the playoffs probably, and I just don't see them getting far in the playoffs at all because uh, they're a very up-and-down, hot-and-cold team. I don't know who's to blame for that, uh, but Deshaun Watson's fantastic. Uh, but then on the Ravens' side, Lamar Jackson's fantastic. John Harbaugh's a hell of a coach. They've been playing very good ball of late. Um, they beat the Patriots, obviously, two weeks ago, and then they – you know, did what they were supposed to do against the Bengals. So I think this is going to be an interesting game, and I think the Ravens are going to win uh, part to their at home. Uh, but this is a this is a Texans game to win, a uh, big game where everybody hops back on the Texans and then they lose a stupid game uh, later on. Uh, but this is a big game, but I'm going to take the Ravens part because it's in Baltimore and part because I'm really kind of with Travis on the Lamar Jackson train. So I'm taking the Texans because I want them to win. That's pretty much all I have to say. All right, and that's respect. You know, and, and AFC North guy. But no, the Texans are, they've been playing good football lately. I like what they're doing. I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I think it's be a really fun game to watch for those mm-hmm. two go up against each other. And it's just going to come down to I definitely. those plays. We'll see. All right. So we're both, me and Trevor are taking the Ravens. You're taking the Texans. Moving on now. To the next game, Falcons at Panthers. Falcons are coming off the biggest win they've had in a long time there, you know, beating the Saints last week. They still are struggling, though. You know, I'm not sure if last week was a fluke or if maybe they've turned something on or flipped some sort of switch. I don't think so. I'm taking the Panthers in this game because McCaffrey is still a beast. I gained a whole lot of respect from Kyle Allen last week watching him versus the Packers. So I'm taking them in this game with uh, Kyle Allen looking as good as he has been, and then McCaffrey obviously doing his thing. I don't think there's a guy on the Falcons' defense that can stop McCaffrey. Uh, I'm going with the, the Panthers, too. Uh, I think, yeah, like Travis said, like we both said, we're both believers in Kyle Allen and what he can do. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league right now, and he's just absolutely insane. Um, so I'm going to take the Panthers here. Uh, but, you know, the Falcons – they're a bad team that has talent, so they can show up on weeks uh, like they did last week. But I think the Panthers are going to win this game. The Panthers need to win this game if they want to stay alive. John, where are you Yeah, that's my thing with this game is I think the Panthers are going to they need it a lot more than the Falcons do at this point. And I just think, honestly, for the Falcons, the Panthers just go for a good pick. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are they, 2-7? Two and no. two and seven. Yeah, 2-7, two and two seven. And seven, yeah. They're not going to win the wild card. That's obviously out. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just think the Panthers need it more. Caffrey's playing well. Kyle looked good. I didn't really watch the game much, but I believe what you guys are saying. You know, yeah, I mean Panthers. he he I gained a whole new level of respect for Kyle Allen. Whole new level. I, I think he's gonna be good, but uh, we'll see. I think Panthers are gonna win. He's got tape on him now. Like figuring him out. I mean, he looked good last week versus the Packers. I mean, Mike Patton's one of the best defense coordinators in the NFL. Couldn't figure him out. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll see, I guess. Move on. Cowboys-Lions. Uh, I'm taking Cowboys in this game. I don't think the Lions are that good. I think they're frauds, and especially if Matt Stafford is not playing, which I don't think he will be, uh, I don't trust Jeff Driscoll to get an upset win versus the Cowboys here. But the Cowboys are struggling. You know, Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been getting the carries that most people think he should. Prescott's look decent, not great. Jason Garrett's just been a dumpster fire this year. Um, so I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. A little bit of a get-right game for them. Um, I'm taking the Cowboys in 
I think the Cowboys, uh, I have a new, like I really believe in Kyle Allen, I really believe in Dak Prescott after watching the Sunday night game. I mean, he was hitting on all cylinders Sunday night. I mean, he was completing everything. The Vikings had no answer for Dak Prescott and the receivers, but they did have a huge answer for Ezekiel, and that's a one in the ball game. But Dak Prescott's impressive. I think he's earned that contract. They have talent all over the field. They just don't always put it together. Uh, and like I said with the Panthers, the Cowboys need to win this game too. It's against a hobbled Lions team that hasn't won very many games this year. So the Cowboys need to win this game big time, and uh, I think they're going to do that, especially if Matt Stafford's out. You just look at Dak too. I mean, he wins games. That's the way he does it. So how many years he's been playing? They've always had like a winning record. And I just think I think Cowboys win big. I think they're winning by like twenty. So calling shot. All right, so everybody's taking Cowboys here, which I think you know makes sense. Moving on, Jaguars at the Colts. It looks like Brissett's going to play. Uh, Jaguars are getting back Nick Foles. We don't really know what this Jaguar team looks like with Nick Foles. We only saw a half. It was a pretty solid half out of Nick Foles. Um, but, again, a couple weeks now he's been out, a couple months, and it's just going to be a different sort of scene with the Jaguars. You don't really know what you're going to get from them. Uh, I think Colts are still going to do their thing. But I'm going to ride the wild card here. I'm going to take Nick Foles. I like Nick Foles. Uh, I'm starting him in fantasy football this week because Rodgers is on a bye. So I'm going to ride with Nick Foles. I think the Colts are sneaky bad, I'm going to say. The team is good. They have a decent roster. They have a good coach. Brissett's a good quarterback, but just something's not clicking there. They shouldn't have lost the Dolphins last week. Even though it was Brian Hoyer, you know, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't have lost the Dolphins last week. So I'm taking the Jaguars with Nick Foles in this game. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's going to play out here, uh, so that's just a huge difference maker. Um, I still really like the Colts, and this is like the past two games we picked. The Colts need this win to stay alive. They're still not out of it in the division. Uh, they're still not out of it with the wild card, but they need to beat the Jaguars. Um, and with Brissett being back, I think the Colts are going to win this game. Yeah, I think the Colts are going to win, too. I think it's going to be a really close game. Probably be like three points. As it usually is with those and the thing with Nick Foles is he was still kind of – people still question him even when he came from the Jaguars. He was like, I know he won the Super Bowl. Like yeah. That, that team was – He's got a lot to prove in this game. Pretty, yeah, that's what I mean. So he's got a lot to prove. So we're still unsure on him. And I just think the Colts have a better team. All around, they play every team close. I think the Colts will come on top, though. Yeah. Is, is T.Y. Hilton still out? Is that? I'm not sure. But I'm going to be a lone wolf here with the Jaguars. So make sure you guys check back on uh, – Tuesday when we get the results of that. Bills Dolphins at the Dolphins. Dolphins got a hot streak right now. Two straight games. Bills lost a tough one last week. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, he's still trying to find his groove. I think this Bills team is trying to find their groove. I mean, I think they're in the right direction. I think they're moving in the right direction slowly but surely. Uh, I like Doug Peterson. I think they'll get a win here on the road. Dolphins are the Dolphins. You know, I think they'll come back down to earth here soon. I'm not sure they can make it a three-game. I don't think their organization wants them to win three straight games. I think they just want to give them a couple wins so they don't look like complete crap, and I think they're going to lose this game because I think the Bills are a really good team. That defense is for real in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a believer in the Bills, uh, but they got to beat Miami, and I'm going to go with it again. They have to win this game to stay alive. I mean, they'll be alive if they lost this game, but, I mean, they have to win it. It's against a team that's bad and going to have a top-five draft pick. Uh, so the Bills have to win this game. I think it's going to be a close game. 
Miami's playing really tough ball. I think Brian Flores really has his guys working hard. Um, so I'm going to take the Bills, but I think it's going to be a scrappy close game as it usually is with those AFC scrap games because obviously the Patriots just kill them all. Yeah. Yeah, so Brian, I, know, I like what he's, Brian Flores has been doing each week. He gets his guys ready to play. But I think the Bills, like you said, there's a lot of games this week where like teams just need it more. And I think that will show when they play. I think the Bills just really need this game. And I, I don't think the Bills are as good as the record shows at all. I've been saying that for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so I, I think, think so. I don't even think, I'm not even sure they're going to make the playoffs, to be honest. I don't think they are. I think they're going to drop. Well, it's just so the, I'm not uh, sure what record. I think with the AFC, I think they're a playoff team. But I think with the AFC, they're not going to make it. I just don't think they're that good. I don't think. They're trending in the right direction. They play every. They do play every game close. Yeah, they're. I mean, for the Bills to be where they are, if you would ask that like two years ago, or no, weren't they? No, they were bad two years ago. They made like they made the playoffs two years ago. But they still. I don't know. They still like. They've been in a weird spot. Like they're always just considered like, oh, the Bills. Yeah, I'd love to play them. They're like the Titans in my mind. A little bit better than Titans. So I think, but they're getting towards. They're going the right direction. Yeah, they're getting there. They're not there yet though. What are you taking here? Bills. Bills. All right. Moving forward here, let's go Broncos-Vikings in Minnesota, in the Dome. I'm not really sure the Broncos can pull an upset here. Brandon Allen looked good two weeks ago. You know, I think they had a bye week last week, so they're coming off a bye. You know, Brandon Allen looked decent, but Dalvin Cook is still one of the best, if not the best running backs in the NFL. Kirk Cousins, we're waiting for him to come back down to earth. I think he will here soon, but still in this game, I have to see more out of Brandon Allen before I pick him to upset a team like the Vikings. So I'm taking the Vikings in this game. Vikings, I'm going to pick them, but I'll be a huge game if the Broncos could pull upset. So I'm going to go Vikings, though. Yeah, I just think the Vikings are going to win. I don't think Brandon Allen's. I just haven't seen decent, the lot. But I don't think he's going to. It's in Minnesota, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going there to win. There's no way. No, definitely. All right, Saints Buccaneers. The Saints lost a tough one last week. So the I think didn't the Buccaneers lose the Cardinals last week? Maybe that was the game. No, they won last week. Okay, so the Buccaneers got, are coming off a win. Saints are coming off easily one of the ugliest losses of the season versus a bad Falcons team. It's on the road in Tampa Bay. Jameis still looks like he's trying to put it together. He has good weeks. He has his bad weeks. Had a good week last week, so hopefully that continues, or it could just be a straight sh- drop again. I'm taking the Saints in this game. I don't think they're as bad as people think. People are saying, you know, they got holes all over their team now and they got exposed last week. I still think Saints are the Saints. They still got a lot of talent. So I'm taking the Saints in this game and I'm going to ride, you know, with Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Every time people doubt the Saints, they rattle off a million wins and they go to the playoffs and they do well. So I'm taking the Saints. Saints, um... Uh, that was probably a fluke game with Atlanta. Just didn't show up. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Saints. Kind of an easy pick in my opinion. Um, I don't think really anybody's going to pick against them here. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints. It's pretty easy. I think they're going to go out. Yeah. It was a little fluky game. Buccaneers are a weird team, though. Yeah, they can kind of rattle off points they, here and there. I mean, they got weapon, like, good weapons. If they're hot, I think they can beat any yeah, team Mike in the Evans. league. Yeah, because you can literally just throw it up to Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Yeah. And, they can, and Winston, obviously, he's not afraid to throw it. No, he's scared. Yeah, and sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. Most times it ends up like four interceptions on the day, but yeah, we'll see. I think the Saints, though. I mean, their defense is good too. I think they're going to generate a lot of turnovers on Sunday. We'll see how it goes, though. 
All right, moving forward here, Jets, Redskins. Dwayne Haskins is starting. He's got the start for the rest of the season, which I'm glad to see. He had a decent week last week. He's sort of, you know, he's putting it together, I think, slowly. And I think there's going to be a week here where he breaks out. And, you know, the Jets had a good win last week. Sam Darnold's saying that they can still make it to the playoffs. They can still make a run. I got to ride with my Ohio State guy. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to get his first win here. He's going to get his first touchdown pass here. This is going to be a big game for him to break out and be the player that everybody knows he can be. So I'm taking the Redskins in this game uh, just because I want to ride with Dwayne. Uh, I'm taking the Jets all the way. Everybody knows I love my Jets. Um, just came out today that everybody's safe. That. Uh, Adam Gase is not going to be fired during the season. He's not going to be fired after the season. Uh, reports out of the Jets locker room is everyone's extremely happy about that. So I'm excited about that, and I think this is just a game that the Jets got to win, um, and I think they're going to win it. Uh, like I said, I take the Jets' talent. Um, I you don't trust Haskins? There's not an announcement that trust Haskins yet. I think he's going to be good. I think he has a chance to be good, but not this season. Um, kind of it's just a screwed-up situation in Washington right now. Kind of unfair to him. Um, but I just think the Jets are going to win this game. Johnny? Yeah, I mean, Sam Darnold says they're going to run the table. So, when he's saying that, I don't know how he can take against the Jets. So, so you're gonna, you trust him, Sam Darnold enough that whatever he says we're going to run the table, you Absolutely. trust him? You think they're going to run the table? No. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> All right. Moving forward. Right, so, you're taking Jets. Yeah, Jets. Yeah, I'm lone wolfing on the Redskins he here. That's true. All right. Well, I guess we'll see, right? Big two big Jets guys here. I don't know when Sherman became a big Jets guy, but uh, that's Jets his guy, team. Adam Gase team. I'm not a big Jets guy. They're just playing the Redskins. Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Okay, what does he prove to? Hey, he's a young quarterback. What does he, he prove to be like? Oh yeah, they're playing Dwayne Haskins. Like that's supposed to be a threat. I mean, he had 50 touchdown oh, passes touchdown. last year. How did he throw this year? Well, he hasn't been getting. Oh, yeah. yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. All right, moving forward here because I don't want to hear any Penn State. You know, shit. So, moving forward, Cardinals at 49ers. 49ers come off an ugly loss. Cardinals lost, too, but, you know, they're obviously rebuilding right now. Is there any chance here the 49ers suffer a second straight loss no. at home? No. 49ers win. Um, they're just more talented. Gonna be, I, think I don't think it'll be a blow-up by any standards, but I think it'll be by a touchdown, maybe 10, maybe two touchdowns. Johnny? Yeah, I think the 49ers will win. I think it'll be pretty. I think we're all taking the 49ers. Really they're... D-lines, just gets constant pressure the quarterback. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray's young. He's been playing well or better. I just think they just don't match up well against them. Yeah. The 49ers, are just, I think they're really good. So. All right, and then we, so we all agree there. I mean, I, again, Cardinals trending in the right direction, but just not there yet to beat a team like the 49ers. If the 49ers do lose this game, though, there is some concern there, oh, obviously. Bengals at Raiders. Finley's starting again. Raiders are they strung together a couple nice wins here. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs is looking like one of the steals of the draft. Honestly, he's been playing really well. Uh, this team's come together. It's taking week after week. It's taking a lot of crap. You know, a lot of players, you know, being added and cut and all these weird players coming out of the woodwork. But the Raiders are putting together a team. Slowly but surely, John Gruden's doing his thing. And, you know, I think they'll kill the Bengals here. I don't see the Bengals getting their first win. And that's just because of where they're at. You know, they're a rebuilding team right now. They're starting Ryan Finley, who I trust, but just not enough to go on the road and beat the Raiders. I mean, this would be a game that the Raiders lose. Uh, just a 
a game, you know, they come off a couple big victories against some decent teams, and then, you know, they lose a fluker at home to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not going to go as far as to say that. Uh, they need this game. They want to stay alive in the playoff race. I think they, they have a good shot to make it through the playoffs as a wild card, and they're, they're only one game behind Kansas City for the division as well. So the Raiders are right in the thick of things, and they need this game against an easy opponent uh, to stay alive, and I think they're going to do it. I'm going to pick the Raiders. Um, Bengals aren't traveling west and beating John Gruden. Um, I'm really happy with what John Gruden's on. I think he should be more consideration for Coach of the Year than what people are saying. Um, so I'm going to take the Raiders, and uh, I think they're going to be in a nice fight for the playoffs here towards the end. John? Yeah, I mean, the Raiders are improving every week, and the Bengals are just terrible, so I think it's an easy pick. Josh Jacobs has been playing amazing. You know, they're really starting to get their identity as the season goes on. You're starting to see those players stick out, you know. I think it would be a pretty easy win. All right, so we're all we're all taking the Raiders here. Back to back games, we've all agreed on the same pick. Let's see if that changes here. Patriots at Eagles, rematch of the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. Do Eagles are coming off a bye week? Do the Eagles? So are the Patriots. So are the Patriots. I'm not picking against the Patriots ever again. So I'm taking the Patriots in this game. But the uh, Eagles have a shot. Yes, the Eagles have a shot. Uh, I think the Eagles are talented. I think they're better than their record says. Uh, but I'm definitely taking the Patriots. Uh, I don't pick against the Patriots, so that's that. John? Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. Three Stop straight. Paying, Three straight. I, yeah, I'm not taking I'm not picking against them. Yeah, exactly. Every time I pick against Oh, yeah, they win pretty much every game, so yeah. it's just not good. All right, move forward here. Bears at Rams. Uh, big game for the Bears. Big game for the Rams. I think you can almost say this is a lose release town game where whoever loses this game is pretty much out of it in my mind. You, I mean, with the Rams, they got to start getting some wins here because tough loss last week versus Steelers. They're in a division right now with the Seahawks and the 49ers. They, if they want a shot at getting to the playoffs, they're going to have to win this game. And same with the Bears, too. I mean, the Bears are slowly trying to put things, find their identity, see where they're at right now. Is Trubisky the guy? Is he not the guy? So I'm taking the Rams here. I think it's at home. Uh, I don't trust the Bears at all. I don't trust Trubisky, so I'm taking the Rams. I think they'll get a win here and get back on track. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Both good, Both have good defenses. Um, so to me, it just comes down to which offense I trust a little bit more, and I trust the Rams just a little bit more because – I still, th- I still believe in Sean McVay. Um, I still believe in some of the talent they have. They haven't performed up to par yet, uh, but I definitely would take the Rams' offense over the Bears' offense, no matter how bad the Rams have been um, the past couple weeks. And not to mention, yeah, that was a terrible loss in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got a talented, good defense, um, so you just kind of got to – I mean, it, it's not like they were playing a terrible team. Um, so, But, you know, they have to play better, and um, I think this is the – Weak to do that against the Bears, who are struggling. Um, so I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, so I'm actually going to take the Bears this game. I just wow. Think they, Broke I the think street. They can, I think they can do very similar to, like, the, have a very similar game plan to what Pittsburgh had. And um, I just think they're going to be able to pressure golf. It's going to be tough for them to put up points. And they're going to struggle. All right, so you're going to take the Rams here. Are you taking the Bears? Bears, We're both taking the Rams. Uh, Let's move on to our other football topics. Going back to Carolina, uh, they said yesterday 
that you know they were opening or reports coming out yesterday that they were thinking about trading Cam Newton. And yesterday, I guess somebody said you know in the organization that they were they would be welcome. They would welcome a trade call from Chicago. Chicago has not made a trade call, but they would welcome it. Would Cam Newton work in Chicago, or would you think that'd be just throw the entire franchise off and be a mess? I think it could work um, because the Bears. Like, I mean, the Bears have talent. They have good defense. Um, they have some some receivers that that are good. I mean, I don't like them, but you know, Allen Robinson's obviously got talent. Uh, Anthony Miller's got talent. They've got some talent on the offense. The running backs have promise as well. But I, I don't know. Are you gonna turn that off? Yeah, I got you. But it just it's interesting because if you trade for Cam Newton, you're pretty much telling Mitch Trubisky that you don't believe in him. Um, and that's just, that's admitting to everybody that you made a mistake, which is fine, not saying that's the wrong thing to do, but you really have to look at it and say, we can't win with this guy at all. Um, and then they'll probably, if they trade for Cam Newton, they'll probably keep Mitch Trubisky, they'll probably have a little bit of a competition, I guarantee you Cam Newton would win that, and then, um, you know, Mitch Trubisky would be out of Chicago within a year or two. Uh, so I think the Bears can do it, I think it could work, I think... Cam Newton, that offense would be interesting, um, so I think it could work, but uh, like I said, that just admits to everybody that Mitch Trubisky was a huge mistake, and it really set your franchise back. Well, yeah, I mean, if you trade for him, you better hope he beats out Trubisky. Yeah. And you better know his health, too, because when he's hurt, giving up, They're giving up more picks. I mean, right. like, they just traded a lot for him. And if you do that, that means you're done with Trubisky, and you don't have a first-round pick, so you're probably not, I don't know who you, I don't know who would fall to the second round, I'm not sure. I really looked into that. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty, you'd be stuck with Newton, which if he's good, that's great. Yeah, I think you do some unique sets with them. You know, with Cohen, they got dynamic players on the offense, and I think it could work. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they should. I don't know how much they have to give up for him. So that'd be the big question. That's you got to make sure he's 100 percent, or at least 90 percent healthy. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know where he's at. But if you do that. Just know you got to roll with him until you either draft someone because I don't I don't think that would hurt that's gonna hurt Trubisky's confidence too. I mean, then it's just so if they trade for if time. they trade for Cam Newton, Trubisky's gonna be done in my mind. Yeah, that's it. It'll be a backup or something. I don't know. Yeah, because that's the, a shot somewhere. Else. And if Cam Newton's healthy and they're still not winning games, then I don't. They're just gonna have to. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that would be they, the end of Nagy. See, their issues. They went all in. That'd be the end of Pace. They went all in with Clomac and all that, but. It, they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they did that pretty much. They should have waited until, like, this year to do those kind of moves. Mm-hmm. I they kind of went on with all the hype. They're like, oh, well, we, he's first-round pick. He'll be good. And they got all these guys. Yeah, but they're just wasting the defense right now. It's, it's a shame, actually, that they're doing this because been, that's been the Bears, I feel like, for my whole life is they always have a good defense. But they always have, like – I mean, Jay Cutler's been the best quarterback, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Jay Cutler guy, but – I mean, that's, that's been their best guy. I know, it's been so the... that's even worse. So yeah. A lot of people are not even sure if he was even that. Yeah. I mean, it's... So. Like I said, if the Panthers... I think Panthers are going to trade Cam Newton. I think the uh, Bears would be an interesting target. I think Cincinnati would be an interesting target. No, not Cincinnati. It's not. Why? Because they're... Complete... Their win, winning, like, timeline is not now or next year and I think by the time and they got some decent the, skill positions by the time they get to that point I think Newton is going to be how old is he now uh he's still is he still in his 20s no, no. I doubt it he's, he's been around really for a while my point is I don't think that would line up well let's see here and that's not a knock against Newton but I just don't think he'd have much to work with there 
and they, yes, they do have some skills, but they're they're a very bad team right now. And He's thirty on the dot. Yeah, so I don't know. I think it would take it's gonna take the Bengals about three years. To the only thing I could see with the Bengals is, and I think Cam Newton went healthy, and I don't know what the health thing is. Cam Newton went healthy is better than a um, you know better than an Alex Smith. But if people were to think, and people around the league were to think Cam Newton is like a stopgap Alex Smith type player, then he could be good for Cincinnati. It's not going to take up a first round pick to trade for Cam Newton. It'll probably be more around third, maybe second, to trade for Cam Newton. If you go get Cam Newton and then you still get your quarterback in the draft, let him sit behind Cam Newton for three years or whatever it is, and then you know see where their careers are at at that point. So that's the only thing I could see with Cincinnati. If they did that, that would make sense. But I think at this point, Cam Newton is a little bit better than that, and I think you invest a little bit more in Cam Newton rather than trading for an Alex Smith or something like that. Uh, so I could see it, but um, Cincinnati is going to have to be sure of where they're going with it because they can't just get Cam Newton and then not take another quarterback because they need a future. They don't have a future. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, let's go to our other quarterback here, Colin Kaepernick. We haven't talked about Colin in a while, uh, but now he is holding an official on-the-field workout and interview session on Saturday in Atlanta for different NFL teams, whoever wants to come by. I know earlier, confirmed teams, I know the Patriots are sending, This is they're sending scouts. Um, Patriots, Giants, Broncos, Lions, I believe are like the four teams I know of. I know more have committed to that. Uh, but they are confirmed to show up. You know, I think he should have done this a little bit earlier. You know, he's three years out of the league right now. It would have been a good idea to do this a little bit earlier. But now, it's a good idea. If he wants to get back in the league, this is a good way to showcase his talent. I still think he deserves to be in the league. I think he's better than 75% of the backups on a roster right now. And I think he's still got a little bit left in the tank. You know, three years removed, though, it's going to be a little weird for him. But I think... You know, he'll possibly get something out of this. I think this is a good idea, though, for him to do this workout session. I mean, why not? Uh, I, you know, as much as I disagree with Kaepernick and why he did what he did, uh, I think he's talented enough to at least got another shot in the league. Uh, so I think this is good for him, good for his people, good for the NFL, really. Uh, just send some scouts on there, see if he still has it, because I can promise you Colin Kaepernick's better than Josh Rosen. Um, I can promise you Colin Kaepernick's better than Jeff Driscoll. So, I mean, just he should be on an NFL roster. I understand, and the thing that I think people don't realize is, like, yeah, he might be better than a Jeff Driscoll and stuff like that, but you don't want that attention from somebody who's going to be a backup quarterback. You don't want that attention. You know, like, if you're going to commit to getting Colin Kaepernick, he's got to be real good for you because you're going to take a lot of flack for it. So, you know, the Lions wouldn't take up – wouldn't have Jeff Driscoll on the roster if Jeff Driscoll brought as much crap as Colin Kaepernick's going to bring. Uh, so that's the thing with Colin Kaepernick. I think if he didn't have any of this, I think he'd be in the league. I think he'd be a backup quarterback. I think he'd be fine. But he does, and people are going to have to own up to it, and some team is going to have to say, yeah, I really like this. I really like Colin Kaepernick. I think he has an opportunity to even start in this league again, and they're going to have to pick up his baggage with it. So I think it's interesting, and it's good for Colin Kaepernick. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, I think it's good for him to try. I mean, like they, Travis Truman Bolt said, he's better than any other, or not any other, a lot of the backups in the NFL. And I think he definitely deserves a spot on the NFL roster. And it's just if the team's willing to put up with the initial, I don't know, the media at first, I guess you could say. But I don't think, 
I mean, after all that's gone on in the NFL, I don't think much would happen after the initial signing. Like, I don't think there'd be much no. drama with it after that. I don't think people would care. I, I mean, yeah, it would be the top story like, for a few days. It would, but, like, I don't think it would be something that... And, and, and like, you're, if he's your backup quarterback, I assume we all think he's not really going to start in this league. I mean, he might be a stopgap starter. But, like, do you really want this your stopgap starter to create a bunch of media in your locker room? So, like, I, I think you're right. I think it won't, it won't be that big of a deal. But it is going to be a big deal. And, like, you really don't want that from just your backup quarterback. Like, you know, you, won't, don't, you want as much tension off you. Uh, so I think the team's really going to have to sit down and look and be like, I really like him. I think he's a chance to do something again in this league. And I think that's part to why he's not in the league. Because, yeah. like, why wouldn't I, like why wouldn't he be? Like Yeah, I mean, he's better than – like, Obviously, he's been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You can say what you want about him, but – He's had a he's few a lot, good seasons, he's yeah. He's a lot better than – Yeah, he's talented. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, let's move on to our touchdown challenge this week. We have a full new rack of challenges for you. Three players, one from me, one from Johnny, one from Truman. Last week, only two, only one of us got it right, and that was Truman, Derek Carr. Uh, this week, we got three new players, three new punishments. Not sure what the punishments are going to be yet. Uh, we'll talk about that on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter, TNT Sports Talk 1-2, and we, we will uh, kind of talk that out. We'll talk it out amongst ourselves, throw it to our followers. We'll get the punishments figured out. But... We gotta lock it in right now, so let's get in to the touchdown challenge. Johnny, you want to kick us off here? Who are you gonna yeah, start I'm going, with? I'm going really bold. You gonna sit up a little bit here? Yeah. So wake up a little bit I'm here. I'm going with uh, Mason Rudolph. Throwing? Just gonna get it. Yeah, throwing. Yeah, rushing. All right. Go on, Mason Rudolph. Go on, see got him. Try to get well, the you challenge. Go, well, you can't. Remember what we said? You can't pick a player on your own team. Oh, shoot! That yeah, that's screwed him up. Okay, fine. Russell Wilson. All right, fine. All right, Giants taking Russell Wilson. No, they're on a bye this week, aren't they? They are on a bye this week. Wow. So let's try third third time. Wow. Okay. I mean, we do you want to allow Mason Rudolph? No, that's you. You set that rule. Right? All right, so we I, set that rule. I All right. Like he, I feel like you did set that rule because you guys would just pick Aaron Rodgers every week. Yeah, and we would have lost last so, week, so it saved us honestly. I don't think it was really meant to block me from taking Mason Rudolph. No. But so, we'll keep it just because it's – we'll keep it. But go ahead. Okay, so I have to pick a new guy. You have to pick a new guy. No Russell Wilson, no oh, okay. Mason Rudolph. Right. You want us to come back? Yeah, you're going to have to. All, All right, so Johnny got us off to a hard, uh, nice hot start. Truman, why don't you go ahead? Dak Prescott. Throwing? Throwing a touchdown against Detroit. Um, like I said, I believe in Dak Prescott. I think the Cowboys are going to win, and I think Dak Prescott's definitely going to get a touchdown pass. I'm going Lamar Jackson rushing. I think Lamar obviously is a generational type player, like we said last shows. MVP candidate, been doing insane things with his feet. Um, I think he's going to put it together here, and that may not, that offense runs around Lamar Jackson and his ability to run. So I'm going to take Lamar rushing touchdown versus the Texans. Johnny, good Sean Watson throwing. Throwing, yeah. So we got a little bit of a back yep. and forth here. Yep. All right. Not a last minute decision, but that's okay. It's a good pick. Throws me off a little bit. So three. Going oh, no, you're not take oh yeah, three quarterbacks down the board here. Dak Prescott for Truman, Lamar Jackson rushing for Travis, and a Deshaun Watson throwing for Johnny. So we'll figure out the punishments, but that's where we're at right now. Let's quickly do college football here, and then we're gonna talk a little basketball and baseball. Uh, college football, 
Chase Young, real quick, is going to be back. We said on last show we weren't really sure what was going to happen with him. But like everyone was saying, is correct. He will be back for Penn State's game uh, with Ohio State. So basically what you're getting now is three weeks off for Chase Young. Uh, three weeks. Two of those weeks are going against two of the worst teams in the country. Hopefully we'll get a win versus Rutgers this week to uh, make sure that everything's okay and we're still in everything. But uh, going to go with Penn State. Three weeks worth of rest, and he's going to be extremely angry because he got suspended. Uh, so I think that's that honestly worked worked out well for Ohio State if we beat Rutgers. Would you agree, John? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works good for him too. Are you scared? Are you scared? I mean, I think that really helps him too. He gets the rest. For the Are you after. scared? I mean, you were saying they were better without him, so I don't know if you want to live up to that little take you had last week. So I mean, yeah, so they, they put up seventy-three versus Maryland. Did you hear them say that? I did hear that yeah, too. So that was just so, him. Yeah. So according to Travis. So really, you better. should like this. You should yeah, want. So no, I love Chase Young. He's my boy. To your logic. Bro, Chase Young gonna light it up, and he's gonna sack Sean Clifford twenty thousand times in this game. Yeah. He's, and it's just going to be a wreck in my mind. All right. All right, let's move on real quick. The top four for the playoffs came out. My predictions were actually pretty close. I got six out of the eight spots correct. The only spots I got wrong were I put uh, Oregon at four, but it's actually Georgia at four. And then I put uh, Georgia at six, and I put Oregon at six. So, Or they put Oregon at six. What did I do here? Yeah, okay, so I got everything right, except I flip-flopped Oregon and Georgia, and then I got Utah wrong. Utah's at 7, I put Oklahoma at 7. But anybody want to talk anything about the college football playoffs? I think they got it wrong, because I think, I I mean, top three, yeah, but Oregon should be over Georgia, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, I don't think Georgia, I'm not sure why. Oregon's loss is much better than Georgia's. Yeah, I don't know why everybody's so big on putting Georgia in. They haven't, they didn't, I mean, and this doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. But, like, if you look, okay, they played a close game at home against Notre Dame. Michigan killed Notre Dame. I don't, that's just something, a mm. little side note. Also, they lost to South Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't really understand how they can lose that, just be right back in the top four like that. It doesn't really make sense to me, but. It's a college football committee, nothing makes sense. Um, but let's move on now to a little bit of basketball talk. Uh, but before that, I had to remind you guys about our guy Dom at D's Home Cuts. We say it every single time. Me, Truman, Johnny, all of us have gotten our haircut at D's. Granted, it hasn't been in a while, but we're going to get back up to D's here pretty soon to get a fresh haircut. Cheapest haircut around only $10 for D's Home Cuts. And trust me, it will be the absolute best haircut you've ever gotten in your entire life. So go check him out on D's Home Cuts on his Instagram at these home cuts and you can set up an appointment send him a dm and trust me he will get you looking your best these home cuts professional haircuts at a low price so we'll get back to david fisdale we talked about in the last show johnny you weren't here uh fisdale coach for the knicks been looking more and more like they're setting up to go ahead and give him the axe and fire him through 11 games uh i don't have the record in front of me but they are they have tied their franchise record for the most losses through 11 games they got killed a couple nights ago, and you know it looks like the players that are starting to come together around Fizdale. They're putting a little bit of a wedge between the you know the organization and the actual players on the court. R.J. Barrett, you know, he said that they believe in him, that they want to stay together, they like him, we're all in with him, and we just want to keep fighting together. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do. 
I wouldn't fire David Fizdale if that was in my mind. Like I said, the roster is being set up to fail. It's a young roster. He's putting it together. We're going to keep watching this, uh, but I would assume he gets fired because that's just how the Knicks are. He's just a scapegoat. Like That's all you really can say about it. Um, the Knicks are just – they're not set up to win, and I don't care who the, like, who the Knicks – I would like to hear if the Knicks could like say who they think could win with this roster. I don't think anybody could. I think there's, I think Fizdale has made mistakes. And I think they could be doing better than what they are, but like they're not talented. They have weird players at weird positions, and he's really kind of got to piece it together like a messed up puzzle. So like I don't I don't think that Fizdale should be fired, and I think he's just a scapegoat, and that's what New York's going to do. That's all they, how they always run their franchise, and um, I think it's a problem. But Fizdale will get another job somewhere else, and somewhere where he can actually win. And this is funny because. Head coaches that are going to get interviewed by the New York Knicks, you know, why would they want to take that job if they're just going to be constantly the scapegoat? So in a big market where they're just going to get crucified and stuff like that. So that's that's something to watch as well. But I think Fizdale's just a scapegoat. John? Yeah, I, I don't think he should be fired yet either. Because they got a young roster. I mean, RJ Barrett's 19 years old. Yeah. He's, like, he's younger than me. And I don't know. They... Knowing the Knicks, they probably will fire him. This is how they roll. But I think you got to stick with them for a little bit. Give it some time. They got. It's not like they're gonna win. I don't know what any coach is gonna do for them. Like, yeah, it's like, what. Okay. Like I said in last they show, if they want to win, they got a clean house in the upper management, which they right. won't do. Like the Redskins. Like the Redskins. Yeah, they, they're the Redskins of uh, uh, NBA. Yeah, it's a mess. But, it's a mess, but. And it's a shame too because New York's. You know, they got a big market there. Mm-hmm. A lot of Knicks fans out there. I used to be a Knicks fan. The Knicks. Pretty much. They can't get anything right, really. So. I follow a lot of Knicks fans still on Twitter. And, like, I like I like them, you know, but it's just, like, it's sad. You know, they yeah, just it's, it's really is sad. It's just like... I mean, they're riding pretty high, though, because Porzingis has been struggling. And, you know, they hate Porzingis now. And they just, and the way he sort of trashed New York when he left... Uh, so they're riding pretty high, but still, I mean, the Knicks suck. So moving on to baseball here, quick little story. Gabe Kapler was hired by the Giants. You know, he's only 44 years old, was just fired by the Phillies, though. Two seasons with the Phillies, he went 80 and 82 his first year. And then last year, he went 81 and 81. It's different. It's weird for him because in 2018, he took the Phillies way above than what they were expected to do. And then last year, he fell short of expectations. But the Giants... You know, they're moving on from a longtime manager. They needed somebody who was sort of new age, tries a lot of funky things, and that's Gabe Kapler. Uh, so I like this signing by the Giants. I think it's going to be a good hire, and I think he's going to take the Giants you know, to some good places right now because I think he's a good manager. I think he doesn't get a lot of credit for what he did in Philadelphia. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, and the Giants, it's an attractive place for people to go. Uh, so I think he'll work out there. Um, but we'll see. You never know. John, what do you yeah. think of Kapler? You got opinions on him? I don't have any opinions, to be honest. Like, All right, let's break down. This is the biggest, probably the biggest story we have on here today. The Astros and their stealing signs scandal right now. Um, oh, by the way, Jacob DeGrom won the side on That literally just came out. Uh, so we were right on that. But... The Astros, what? Or watch for the uh, AL one. That should be coming out soon. Um, no, it hasn't. I checked. But Astros, they are some little snakes right now in Houston. 
Uh, we're going to go through this. So basically what has happened is people are starting to tip off. It started off with Mike Fires uh, about them stealing signs and tipping pitches in the past here. And if you look at the numbers here, it's kind of like it's going to make you mad a little bit. And the first thing that came out also was a video. Um, I forget the guy's name. But he does a lot of like he breaks down fights and stuff. He does a really good job. I forget his name uh, on Twitter, and he tw he tweeted this video of the Astros a couple week weeks ago or in, during the season. I don't remember yeah, what it was. And basically, what he what he showed us is that every time the pitcher, the opposing pitcher, threw an off speed off speed pitch, they would hit the trash can in the dugout and make a little bit of a bang. Yeah, so, a double bang. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a clear bang too. You hear that? I don't know if they can. It was loud, though, yeah, in the video. Yeah, it was very obvious, too. Because, I mean, you, if you looked at the batter, too, you kind of get through his little motion. You'd set, and you'd, like, you could yeah. tell he's kind of just waiting for that. And then you kind of, okay. So I'm not sure if Fires was first or if this video was first. But then Mike Fires came out the other day. You know, I have the quote right here. And he basically told everybody, he says, yeah, they put a camera in the center field. And they use it, and it goes into the lock, into the dugout, and it decodes the pitches, and it tells everybody what they're what to look for when they're doing certain pitches. And you know, they asked, you know, why are you saying this, Mike Fires? And he basically said he just wants the game to be cleaned up a little bit because he said, "So quote, young guys are getting hit around in the first couple of innings by the Astros, and then next thing you know, they get sent down. It's BS. It's ruining jobs for younger guys. The guys who know." The guys who know are more prepared, but most people don't. That's why I told my team we had a lot of young guys with Detroit trying to make a name and establish themselves. I basically just told them, you know, watch out. This stuff goes on. Be prepared. Then people went back and looked. And you go to the World Series this year, and uh, they, said, they said it, you know, the Astros got all of their runs in the first inning. And even Strasburg said, you know, once I switched my pitches, you know, into the second inning, switched up my signs, they couldn't hit me. And it was true. And then you go back to 2017 when they won the World Series. You look at the stats here. I got the stats in front of me. Games in the postseason that they were home, they hit 472, 17 hits, and six home runs. Their away record, their away stats during this playoff run, they hit 147, only had five hits, and only one home run. I mean, it's pretty clear that they're doing this. The Astros said, you know, we're just going to, they did a statement and they basically said, you know, we're not going to comment on it. The MLB is investigating it, uh, but we will help them as we move forward. So just a blanket statement. But where are you, what do you guys think of this? Do you think tip pitching is okay? Do you agree with the Astros, or do you think this is something that they need to get punished for? That's horseshit. I mean, that's like, that would be like an NFL team knowing all the plays, really. Like. Yeah, it's the same thing. It takes the whole point of baseball. Like, that's like the whole idea of like being a good hitter. You know, you're able to react. Read pitches, you know. No, I wouldn't say that Astros are a... No, they're still really good. They're still very good. And also, like, you can also argue that home away thing. Like, you're probably going to hit better at home. So yeah, 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 Those numbers are pretty drastic, but when you're home, you're going to hit better in general, I think. You know, you're going to have the momentum on your side, the fans mm -hmm. with you. So you can argue that, but I do not think that should be allowed in the MLB at all. I mean, that takes away... Yeah, you know, I mean, it's... Right? Like... It's clear, and they, they, if you, it's, it's blowing up right now on Twitter. You know, the White Sox guy I saw a couple seconds ago, somebody like quote tweeted a video of Lucas Gelito's start versus the Astros, and he said like, here, look at this, here's your tip pitching, like you can see them doing it, and then Lucas Gelito just like did the shrug emoji, and then like, right. 
Remember is that when they called it e call timeout? Yeah. And then like. I think so. I don't know if you're talking about the same video when they like had to change the signs. You're th- yeah, I know which one you're talking about. It was another White Sox pitcher. Yeah, I don't know. Which Farquhar or whatever. Yeah. That's but yeah. What I saw. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. And I think people have known for a little while that the Astros do some weird. Trevor Bauer was the first one to sort of bring it up about they do weird things because it it doesn't make sense for in the first place. This is different when they when a new pitcher like Garrett Cole Justin went, Verlander Verlander oh won, one, won the Cy Young. Okay, we do we predict that? No, we said Garrett Cole, but still. Um, Garrett Cole's a runner up. Yeah, so right there. Um, but anyways, with the Astros, the right down there, Justin Verlander when he came to the Astros. His spin rate was like very, very. It was low, and then next thing you know, instantly they increased it by like a lot. And so Trevor Bauer said they're they're using some sort something on the ball or whatever, and you know they just say it's some sort of innovation, which obviously it's not now that we're seeing it. Um, so yeah, I think there's this is going to be an ongoing story. I think Garrett Cole too. I don't know how his spin rate was, but this same thing Trevor Bauer heard, said. I mean, he was throwing. Yeah, I never seen. And it's coaching, sure. Yeah, but but this is something now with the off season, it's going to spiral. I think people are gonna more things are gonna come out, and I think a punishment has to get handed down. I don't know what you would do. I'm not sure what kind of punishment they would get for this. Obviously, not something like crazy, like taking away their World Series title, but something's gonna come down for this. It's probably just gonna be a fine, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what baseball's policy on that would be. Um, maybe just find out the root of it and suspend the hell out of that. Uh, but we'll see. Um, but it's it's bullshit, and the Astros definitely need something. Um, need something because it's it's stupid, and they need punish. So um, I I feel bad for the teams that had to face them. And like Mike Fire said, um, you know the young guys that got sent down because of this. You know it it did you know really affect careers. As you so. said, it ruins jobs. So I think it's BS and the Astros. I would love to hear uh, Bregman or one of those great hitters for them come out and you know try to explain it. But I don't have the stats in front, but they they went the article I read went like player by player and showed you know their home stats versus their away stats. And it, there's going to be a drop off, obviously, with any guy because it's just better playing at home. But yeah, but um, there was a huge drop off from each hitter. I mean Correa. Altuve, all these guys. So something's going to happen. We're going to keep watch on it. But that's it for our show today, guys. We want to thank you for listening. Every day, every Tuesday, every Thursday, we're going to be releasing an episode. Check out D's Home Cuts on Instagram at D's Home Cuts. Follow us on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 1-2. Send us punishments for the touchdown challenge. Dak Prescott throwing for Truman. Uh, who's your guy? Who did I take again? Um... Who did I take? Oh, Russell. Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson throwing, and I took Lamar Jackson running. Uh, so check that out. Give us some punishments. Questions, comments, concerns, send us a DM. Want to be a guest on the show? Send us a DM. Uh, Instagram? Getting there. Getting there on the Instagram still. We're still plugging away on that, working our code, trying to figure out our Instagram. Spotify and iTunes. That's where you can find our podcast. Leave us five stars. Rate, review us, and subscribe, guys. We are continuing to release episodes. The podcast is moving, and we are going to take us to new heights with the podcast. So continue to check us out as we continue to grow. Other than that, though, have a great day, and tune in on Tuesday for all of our reactions over the weekend. Thank you. Go Packers.